0: One example that I saw that I really loved recently was where a company sent an email on a Friday afternoon at about 4:30 that said, come on, it's almost five o'clock on a Friday. I know you're not doing anything. Just open this email. And while that's a pretty long subject line, it's enough to grab people's attention and to make them think, well, you're right. I'm not. And so sure. I'll open your email. Hey friends, and welcome to the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm your host, Kendra Swalls, a photographer and educator on a mission to help you find your passion, power, and purpose through entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into today's episode because this girl means business. Hey friend, so I'm curious, how many emails do you typically get in your inbox on a regular day? The average American gets anywhere from 50 to 75 emails per day. And if you work in a corporate office, you're probably getting something closer to 125 emails per day. That's a lot of emails. In fact, more content is being sent to inboxes now than ever before. The problem is we don't have any extra time in our day to consume all that content. So our audience is having to be really particular in which emails they choose to open. So how can we get your content, your emails to be the ones that they are excited to open? That is exactly what we're going to figure out today on the Girl Means Business podcast. I'm so excited that you're here this week because this is going to be a really fun, exciting episode. It's one of those episodes where you can put into action the things you're going to learn today and start seeing results immediately. We are gonna talk all about how to create subject lines that catch people's attention, get them curious, and have them opening your emails on a regular basis. But before I dive into that, I have a really exciting offer for you. If this email marketing stuff is interesting to you and you're thinking, gosh, I really like this, and I really wanna get involved in email marketing, I just feel overwhelmed. I don't know where to begin. I don't even know what I would say or if anyone would be willing to listen, then I've got the perfect product for you. I teach a lot about email marketing. In fact, if you go back and you look through the past episode, there are several where I talk about topics related to email marketing. And it never fails that every time I share one of those email marketing emails, I get comments and DMs and emails back asking for help saying, I love the idea of email marketing, but I don't know what to say. I don't know what to put into these emails that I'm supposed to send out every week to my audience that doesn't feel like I'm constantly selling to them or talking about myself. So I've created the perfect solution for you. I've created a program called Inbox Insiders. Inbox Insiders gives you an entire year's worth of email templates ready to go. And this isn't just a calendar with fun ideas on it, and then you have to go write the emails yourself. I have done all of that work for you. The emails are already written, and they include highlighted areas for you to customize and drop in your own products and services, your own stories, your own ideas, but the framework is all there ready to go. Just copy, paste, and send. So here is what all you will get when you join Inbox Insiders you will get a welcome sequence template. That's a five-part welcome sequence template that you can use to help welcome your audience to your list. You're also gonna get a four-part sales sequence template. So when you are ready to launch a new product or announce a new service or say, hey, I'm offering this really great sale, come so- come shop with me, these are the sales emails you can send. You will also get list cleaning templates. These are the emails that you're gonna use to clean up your list. Say, "Hey, if you still want to be here, here's what you need to do. If not, I'm going to clean off my list a little bit." And then you get 52 relationship building templates. One email per week that you can send out to your audience that's going to help build that relationship between you and your audience. They're going to feel connected to you. They're going to be invited to start a conversation with you. You're going to stay front of mind with your audience with these amazing emails. And You're also going to get subject line starters, which is what we're going to talk a little bit more about today in this episode. These are subject line ideas that you can use for any additional emails that you want to send out to your audience. Now, just like any great infomercial, I'm going to say it here, but wait, there's more. Because you are a Girl Means Business listener, and because I value you being here each week so much, not only are you going to get all five of those things I just mentioned, but you're also going to get three incredible bonuses. So let me walk you through the bonuses really quickly. The first one, using quizzes to grow your list. You've all seen the quizzes on Facebook and we've all probably taken about 500 of them. Things like, which friends character are you most like? What state should you really be living in? What is your Disney princess character? When you take those quizzes, you are giving your email to somebody. It is a lead magnet. So I'm going to show you step-by-step how to create a quiz for your brand and your business that's going to help generate leads and start to grow your email list in a really fun way that your audience won't even realize that they are being part of a lead magnet. The next bonus is 100 power words to boost your content. This is a list of 100 plus words that are engaging words, words that evoke emotion and excitement and get people interested in what it is that you have to say. You can use these in your subject lines. You can use these in your blog post titles. You can use them in your social media content. Anywhere that you are creating written content, these words are going to help you. And then your third bonus is a list builder library. So this is a list of lead magnet ideas based on industry. So depending on what industry you're in, you will have several lead magnet ideas that you can use as a starting point for building a lead magnet that helps you grow your list. Guys, that is a ton of stuff that you're getting within the Inbox Insiders program. You're getting all of those email sequence templates. You're getting the quizzes to grow your list, the 100 Power Words to boost your content, and the List Builder Library, all for just $47. And before you ask, no, I have not lost my mind. I really am aware that I'm giving you all of this amazing content for just $47. I really, truly, honestly want you to use this to be successful. I want it to be at a price point that you can invest in and see immediate return on your investment. So head over to girlmeansbusiness.com forward slash inbox and grab your copy today. Go ahead and get signed up or send me a message if you have more questions. All right, let's get into today's topic, which is how to craft a subject line that your audience is going to want to open. I always like to compare subject lines to the headline on a magazine. When you're standing in the checkout line at the grocery store and you have all these magazine covers sitting in front of you, there's usually one or two headlines that sort of jumps out and grabs your attention. Now, you don't wanna be like the National Enquirer where you're selling false headlines or false advertisements where what you get inside the magazine is not what's on the cover. You wanna be more like People Magazine where you have a really catchy title, but you still back it up with what's inside your magazine. So your email subject line needs to be a balance of intrigue with a little glimpse into what they're going to actually get inside that email. So today we're gonna break down some tips for how to really do that. And let's start with tip number one. And tip number one is size matters. So you don't want your email subject line to be too long. Subject lines that are too long are going to get cut off on mobile devices, and 77% of emails are being opened and viewed on mobile devices. So you want to make sure you keep your subject line to around 50 characters or less. So let me share with you a real-life example. In my inbox, I have a couple of emails from travel-related companies and one email in particular had an extremely long subject line that was cut off when I was viewing it in my iPhone app. The full subject line read, this winter wonderland getaway is waiting for you. All you have to do is click. But when I looked at it on my mobile device, all I saw was this wonder, winter wonderland getaway. Well, that wasn't really intriguing enough for me to want to open that email. Now, another travel company was advertising last-minute fall getaways, and so their subject line read, your perfect fall getaway awaits. The entire thing showed up in my iPhone email account, and it was short, it was sweet, it was to the point, and it got me interested in what was inside that email. The goal is to find that perfect Goldilocks balance, not too long, not too short, something right in the middle. Enough words and characters that your readers are gonna know what the content is, but not so much that it's too overwhelming or too wordy, and not so little that it doesn't give enough information, it doesn't create enough intrigue or incitement, excitement. So finding that perfect balance in length, and like I said before, typically that's around 40 to 50 characters max. All right, tip number two is personalization. Now our brains are so inundated with content on a regular basis. When you open up your email inbox, half the time you're not really fully scanning what every single subject line says. Your brain is trained to look for specific things. It's trained to determine the difference between a generic email and a personal email, because you're looking for those personal connections within your email inbox. So if you can create a way to personalize that subject line, you are going to be golden. A really cool example of this that I saw online was I had signed my dog up for this little monthly subscription service where she would get a new toy and a couple treats every month. I figured my kids get subscription boxes, my husband and I get subscription boxes, why shouldn't our dog? And when I signed her up for the subscription service, all of the information given was her name. So she they had her first name, our last name, and then all of our information. So all of the emails I received for confirmations and shipping emails were addressed to Leia, which is our dog's name. So it was interesting to me that when these emails would come in and they would have subject lines such as, we think Leia's going to love this toy, or Leia's next shipment is headed your way. It was really exciting to see her name on those subject lines. Now, this is going to be a little tricky depending on which email provider you are using, which email marketing platform you are utilizing. Some will allow you to do this and some will not. But the key is if you can find a way to personalize that subject line, put your audience's name into that subject line, then it's going to trigger a response in their brain that says, oh, this is meant for me. This is not a generic email. This is a personal email sent just to me. It has happened on multiple occasions where I see an email where my name is in the subject line. And even though I know it's coming from an email list that I signed up for, there's something about seeing my name in the subject line that gives me pause and makes me go, well, but maybe that's just for me. Maybe they're reaching out to me individually about something and it's going to create enough curiosity that I'm going to open that email and be excited to open it. So if you can find a way to personalize that subject line, that's another really great way to to make sure that they are interested in opening your emails. I also want to add on to this tip is that you want to make sure the name that shows up on your end is a personalized name. So I see this with a lot of companies is that when I see that their email has come through, it has their company name. So it'll say, you know, such and such boutique or Starbucks Rewards or academy.com when really what you want to have it say is your name. Because when I see that it's coming from a company email, when it's coming from academy.com versus Joe Schmo, I'm less likely to open it because that triggers something in my brain that says, this is coming from a mailing list from a company that is just trying to sell you something. But when I get an email in my inbox that says from Kristen Smith, there's, it takes me, I'm like, wait a minute, is Kristen Smith, is that a company? Is it someone I'm friends with? Is it someone that I want to connect with? So having your sender name be your actual name as opposed to your company name is also going to help get you more opens. I know that's not entirely subject line related, but it's something that is one of the first things people see when they see your your email. They see the sender name and they see the subject line. So you wanna make sure that sender name is your name. Now, if your name is your business or your business includes a personal name, you can use that. So my photography business is Paisley Lane Photography, but my emails either come from Kendra Swalls, which is my regular name, or I will sometimes say Paisley Lane, because Paisley Lane is an actual name. I know people named Paisley. I know people who have the middle name Lane. It It is a person's name, so it's going to feel familiar when they see that name in their inbox. So there are easy ways to change your who your sender name is or what your sender name is within your email marketing platform. Tip number three is to create excitement and urgency. This is where those power words are gonna come into play because you want to create a subject line that uses words that are going to trigger some kind of emotion. So one of the words that I see in a lot of emails are things like newsletter and update. These are words you want to avoid. They are the opposite of power words, and here's why. They tell me that what's inside this email is not urgent. If it's a newsletter, it's something I can read later. It's not something I have to get to now, or I'll just catch the next one that you send out. If it is an update that tells me like, well, do I really care what's been going on? Um, I don't know if that's really something that ranks high on my list of things I want to do today. So avoid things like that, but you want to focus on creating a sense of excitement using exciting words. And one of the things I like to do is I like to draft out my subject line and then I go back in and I look for unique synonyms for the words that I'm using in my subject line. So let me give you an example. Let's say you have a big sale and it ends tomorrow night at midnight. So you want to send out an email letting your audience know this is their last chance to shop. And you create a subject line along the lines of sale ends at midnight, or this is your last chance to shop the big sale. Those are perfectly fine subject lines. They just don't evoke any excitement or emotion or urgency. So if you want to jazz them up a little bit, then you can go into a thesaurus website and you can type in the words that you want to sort of jazz up. So in this case, instead of saying sale, you could say the private shopping event or the exclusive shopping event. And instead of saying that it ends, you could use expires. So now you have a subject line that reads your private shopping experience expires tonight at midnight. And that's way more intriguing and way more exciting than just our big sale ends tonight at midnight. So just switching out a few of those words, or even just one of those words, your private shopping event ends tonight, or the big sale, the one-time sale a year expires at midnight. Just even changing out one or two words can have a really big impact on the energy that that subject line creates, and the anticipation and excitement that your audience is going to feel when they see that subject line land inside their inbox. Stay with us. We'll be right back. If you've been listening to the Girl Means Business podcast for any amount of time, then you know my love of email marketing runs deep. Not only is it a great way to generate new leads, but it's one of the most effective methods for nurturing warm leads and turning them into sales. Now, over the years, I've tested several email platforms and my favorite by far is Flowdesk. Not only do they make email marketing simple and easy, even for the technically challenged, but they have everything you need to create stunning emails, capture leads, make sales, and automate the entire process, giving you time back in your busy day. And the cherry on top is you're only charged one flat fee no matter how many subscribers you have. So while other platforms will increase your price when you go over your pricing tier limit, Flowdesk has no price increases or hidden fees. If you're ready to give Flowdesk a try, click the link below in the show notes to save 50% off your first year. Let Flowdesk help you design emails people will love. Click the link below and check it out. I have a feeling you're gonna love it just as much as I do. Tip number four is to add a little bit of fun into your subject lines. So two ways you can do this. The first one is pretty simple, and that's just using emojis. One thing I've noticed a lot recently in my inbox is the use of emojis, whether it's used at the beginning of a subject line, the middle of the end. I don't think it really matters a whole lot. There's not been a whole lot of studies shown where, that it matters where you place the emoji, but there's something about that little emoji that just adds a little bit of fun. And again, it's eye-catching. So when you're scrolling through your emails first thing in the morning or at the end of the day and you're tired, having that little pop of color and that little fun face or character showing up in your email subject line is going to grab people's attention. And it's been shown to boost your open rate. So it can't hurt, try it out, add a little emoji in there. Now the second part of this is to add humor. This is where you can say things that are kind of funny or shocking to grab people's attention. One example that I saw that I really loved recently was where a company sent out an email on a Friday afternoon at about 4.30 that said, come on, it's almost 5 o'clock on a Friday. I know you're not doing anything. Just open this email. And while that's a pretty long subject line, it's enough to grab people's attention and to make them think, well, you're right, I'm not. And so sure, I'll open your email. I've also seen ones where they will say like, well, screw it, we're just going to give it to you for free. And yeah, that's going to grab my attention because one, I want to know like, what exactly are you giving me for free? And two, like I love kind of the flippant, fun attitude about it. This really only works if you know your audience and the way that you're wording it fits your brand personality. So if your brand is not laid back and funny and humorous by nature, then these aren't the subject lines that you want to use. But if you think your audience would appreciate a sense of humor or appreciate a pop culture reference, then go ahead and use it. One that I love because my ideal client is someone who is in their mid-30s and they're going to understand and remember watching the Oprah show and the famous, you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. So I've used that as a subject line. Obviously not using car, but it would say like, you get a this and you get a this and you get a this, whatever that this item is. But being able to connect in a way that is creative, funny, different, unique, exciting, again, relate it to something in your business or pop culture, something your audience is going to resonate with, it's really going to help you stand out from everybody else that is just sending the generic subject line that says, do you want to learn more about this? Or, hey, I'm giving you a discount on your next purchase. Those are not going to get the same attention as these other really interesting creative subject lines. So play with it, have fun with it. It's not meant to be something that is stressful or overwhelming. It's meant to be fun. And again, if you can grab somebody's attention by being funny or shocking, then I say run with it. Do it. Have fun with it. Well, these next couple of tips are all gonna be based around things that you should avoid doing in your subject lines. The first four tips were all things that you should be trying and playing around with and experimenting with. And now I wanna talk about three things that you wanna make sure you're avoiding. The first one is using all caps. I cannot tell you as a consumer how annoying it is to open your inbox first thing in the morning and it feels like someone's screaming at you from their subject line. Please avoid all caps. Use all caps only when you are emphasizing one particular word. For example, if you wanted to send out an email letting your audience know that something was going to expire in a couple of hours, whether it was a sale that was ending or an invitation you sent out that had a time limit, you could say in your subject line, you only have four hours left until your offer expires. And you could use all caps for just the word only. It's enough to let it stand out, but it's not overwhelming. You're not screaming at me through your subject line. So use your capital letters sparingly along with your punctuation marks. I don't want emails that have 20 exclamation marks. Those are the kinds of things that are going to get your email in the spam folder because those filters that your emails are going through to end up in someone's inbox are going to see these giant capital letters and all these exclamation marks and question marks and it's going to go i think that needs to go to spam so just be very sparing when you're using all of those things within your subject line now speaking of that dreaded spam folder let's talk a little bit about some of the things that will help you avoid going into spam the main thing is the wording that you are using i mentioned earlier when we were talking about using those power words Well, there are lists of words that are kind of the do not use words. These are words that when you put them in your subject line, it sends off a little alert saying spam, 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 like a little red flag going up on your email, and it's going to redirect your email into that spam folder. So some of the words that you want to avoid are things like act fast, ending soon, lifetime guarantee limited time offer best price amazing incredible exciting basically if you would hear it in an infomercial you probably don't want to use it in your subject line because those are the kinds of words that are going to be a straight shot to the spam folder and we want to avoid that as much as possible so again you want your subject lines to feel natural and conversational as if you were sending it to a friend. So try not to jazz it up so much that it sounds like it's from an infomercial and it sounds more like you're just writing a letter to your best friend. All right, the next thing you wanna avoid is false promises. So this goes back to the idea of you don't wanna be that National Enquirer magazine cover. You don't want to sell them on something in the subject line and then open the email and it's something completely different. You see this a lot on social media where you have clickbait. They give you this really outrageous title of an article, and but when you open it, it's really nothing. It's nothing exciting. It's not as intriguing or as scandalous as they th- make you think it is with the subject line or the, the title. And so you want to avoid that because what that's going to do is it's going to cause your audience to distrust you. It's going to cause them to think, well, she lied to us once. It's like the little boy who cried wolf. How many times can she trick us before we're going to stop opening their emails? So you want to make sure that whatever the subject line is offering, you are providing that in the email itself. You are giving them what you say you're going to give them. Okay, my last tip for you when it comes to creating really great subject lines is to have a swipe file. Now, what a swipe file is, is it is essentially a folder somewhere on your phone, in your inbox, on your computer, where you store ideas that you've found from other entrepreneurs, business owners, companies, whatever it might be. Now, what I do is within my Gmail folder, where all of my emails come in from my personal email accounts, I have a folder within my Gmail account that is titled Great Subject Lines and anytime i get an email that has a really standout subject line something that grabs my attention that's unique that's creative that is outside the box i will put that email into the great subject lines folder now when i'm sitting down to write an email if i'm really struggling to come up with a subject line i can go to that folder and i can get inspired i can see what other people have done and i can think oh that was a really creative way they used that phrase or I like how they kind of did a play on that word and I can take that idea and utilize it in my own way within my subject line. Now a swipe file is not an excuse for you to steal someone else's subject line. It is simply a way for you to have a place to go within your email. That is inspiring that is going to spark an idea that will help you create your own version of a subject line. That's going to grab people's attention. So I highly suggest creating a folder within your email where you can just drop those emails that you get, where you find really great subject lines. And I do this for more than just subject lines. I have folders within my Gmail account for content that I really enjoy, for graphics that I really enjoy, anything that I come across that stands out as, wow, this is really well done, I wanna save it. Because you never know when I might wanna go back to it and use it as inspiration. And we all think, well, I'm going to remember that. It was that good. But when it comes time to sit down and write an email or create a subject line or create a graphic for your social media, it's sometimes easy to forget. We we can't store all of that in our brains up front and ready to be used. So having it in a swipe file is a really great way to have it there for easy access when you need that little spark of inspiration. Another thing that swipe files have really done for me, and that I'm hoping you will start to put into practice after listening to this episode, is it's just made me really aware of the emails that I get. So as I'm sitting here and recording this, my phone is beside me on the desk, and I've had emails popping up on my screen. And I've realized just how aware I am of the content and the emails and the presentation of the emails where I used to not even notice those things. I would just clear it off my screen and move on. And now I take the time to really look at what other businesses are doing and how myself as a consumer is interacting with their content. Is it something that I just immediately delete? And if so, why? What caused me to delete that email without ever opening it? Was it because of who it was sent from? Was it because it had zero interest to me? Or did it turn me off in some way? And then the same goes for the ones that I choose to open and read. What was it that caused me to open this email? Was it something really intriguing? Was it because I trust the company or the sender that it came from? Or is it because the subject line grabbed my attention and I just had to see what was inside? So training yourself to, instead of just clearing out your email, really taking time to look at why am I opening this one and why am I not opening this one? When you make those mental notes as a consumer, then you'll start to be able to put yourself in the mind of a consumer when you are creating your own email content. All right, ladies, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. I hope you found some really useful ideas within this episode. If you have subject line questions or you would like to share some really great subject line ideas that you have found or seen or used, head over to the Girl Means Business Facebook group and let's continue the conversation in there. And don't forget to go and grab your copy of Inbox Insider. All of those amazing email templates and bonuses are waiting for you at the link below. Head to girlmeansbusiness.com forward slash inbox and grab your copy today. All right, ladies, I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place.